on this episode of the AIE podcast. Role-playing in an RPG. Craft fair pet battles. Food! The Hobbitses are partying! Cyrene is here to talk to us about WoW's craft fair. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast episode 188, The Die Has Been Podcast, broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, and it was warm today. This is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. Joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE. I think you're awesome, and it was hot here, too. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and coming at us from the deep south out in central Alabama is Accuzod. Greetings. This is Accuzod. And it was just kind of meh outside today. <laughs> yeah, I went outside to take a walk. Like, I walked to lunch today from work, and then I was like, I'm going to keep walking for a little while and, you know, did a big yeah. circuit around the block. So it was it was rather nice. So, uh, Aludra. Good to have you back. Uh, what's been going on with you in the past week? Oh, well, in the past week, besides the food poisoning fun yeah. and all of that, um, I've got some new games. My husband's anniversary present came in for me today. I've been married for 13 years, so I got a DS. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> is, is, is 13 years now the, the DS? Is that what the, like, if you go down the list? Because, you know, it's, yeah, it's diamond, diamond at 50. And, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and now it's now it's a DS Game Boy. is thirteen. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a two DS, so it's it doesn't do the three D stuff that gives me a headache. That's a fifteen, I think. 15 <laughs> giving you a headache. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I've been playing Disney's Magical Kingdom, and oh my gosh, that is that it's like they took a game, designed it toward what I like, and then threw Disney characters in it. Nice. Wow. Yeah, it's 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 got farming and fishing and new outfits and clothing and collectible cards and wow. <laughs> dungeons. So it's like, hey, power. do you have some time? Not anymore. Not anymore. No, <laughs> but in my other time, let's see, the Hex update came out, and oh my gosh, this game it's about to go into beta, and the polish on it is getting really crazy. Cool. It's that MMO TCG coming out, and. They've got these graphics and the sound effects, and I'm just like, I want to do this all the time, but I can't because I'm also on a raid team in WoW, and yeah, as you can tell. Only so many hours <laughs> in the day. Only so many hours in the day. I know. Uh, what about you, Zod? What have you been up to since last we spoke? Ooh, you have to honestly, not much. Just been working a lot. I've started the uh, one of those intense development periods where I get up really early and I tend to stay late just because that's when people will leave me alone long enough to actually mm-hmm. get some code written. The phone will stop ringing and people will stop <laughs> coming in. So those are the hours I get to work. I probably should just quit and, and play games in the middle of the day because nothing ever gets done. Oh, wait a second. Right. You're you're a manager and a developer? That That doesn't yes. work. Well, yes, what, what I'm the, finding what, that out actually. This, <laughs> the, the project one now may be my last actual development project that I develop. I'll be uh, just managing from this point on, which kind of sucks because I love the developing part. Yeah, um, that that sounds pretty mm-hmm. familiar to a lot of people I know out here. So <laughs> yes, they call I think they call that promoting you out of your happy zone. So like yes, that, or, mm-hmm. yes. So other than that, I've uh, gotten a little bit of Eve time in, uh, really just logging in and training my skills, doing a few uh, wormhole hunting, which I love doing now. I've figured out how to play that little scanner mini game, so I've been able to run around and find wormholes and not get blown up, which has been kind of fun. Wow. 
Um, uh, and then the, my other big endeavor is my uh, other podcast I do. The, we had uh, IRL Jasmine join us as our third co-host. Oh, and, she's uh, awesome. Oh, amazing. She is so awesome. I'm a, we had to shift times around in order to get her in to, to work with her very busy schedule because she's in high demand. But she was able to find a slot for us, so we uh, got her in the show. And you see immediately the quality of the show went up over 9,000. It was awesome. What? Over 9,000? That can't be right. <laughs> Sorry. So Sorry. Um, that's... What I've been up to? How about you, Gomez? What have you been doing? Um, my boss gets back tomorrow, for which I'm very thrilled, because uh, I've been kind of serving as him for the last week and a half, and I've only been there three weeks, so that's been a little awkward uh, in that I don't know all of the things that I should know. So uh, he now, he will be he did that on purpose just to teach you a lesson. Throwing you into the deep end, right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> Uh, it's good for me, I suppose. But uh, I uh, got um, Final Fantasy. I've been plugging away at. Uh, I am oh, yeah. my highest level class is now forty one, but it's oh, but it's a botanist. My highest, <laughs> my crafting <laughs> profession has now out leveled my You're actual gathering. class in the game. <laughs> so, but have you been doing the fun Easter thing that's going on in there? So, you know what, fun is a loose and like I the game has kind of turned into for me a lot of backtracking and like it's like oh you just did that oh go back there again and it's like did they advertise the game as having over 10,000 hours of gameplay because you have to go back to the Mm -hmm. things you've been so the easter quest kind of annoyed me a little bit because I was like I don't want to run through the city that I've run through 7,000 times it's you know you the problem is is I did not have a cowl that my character could wear so I'm basically running around in the easter hat leather pants and gloves like no, and it's like, smile. oh, this seems inappropriate somehow for my, my character just strutting around the city, this cat boy, like, running around. I was like, okay, this is a little weird. Like, it's a little strange, but because I have a, a, a cow or a robe which has a hood, so you can't wear hats with that. There are certain pieces of equipment that are basically two slots of equipment instead of one. And I didn't have something that I could wear at level. So, yeah, I was like, okay, I guess I'll just look really yeah, awkward. Yeah, really great button on the character screen. It's called hide hat. Um, but no, but you still, but no, then I would just be shirtless because I still need to wear the hat to complete the quest. You can't like pick up the egg and move it to a different part of the city unless you're wearing the hat, which are like yeah, an but egg. You can, you can have the hat on invisible mode. Well, no, I know, but I'm still running around shirtless in the city, which seems really weird. So, (laughs) but I'm also, I have also pre-ordered Wildstar. uh, So Mm -hmm. I am finally breaking my vow of silence on the game. I'm I'm actually doing research because I've been trying to sort of not look at it at all. But now we're so close to release time. I want to make sure that when the game comes out, I want to know what I want to play. I want to know because, you know, there's a class, a path and professions that you need to pick. So I'm very, I'm starting to do research now. I don't have much planned this weekend. I just have like my Star Wars tabletop game on Saturday. Other than that, I'm going to be wild starring most of the weekend. And I'm very much looking forward to that, to, to delving into, you know, I assume AIE will be in there. I'm not saying I've been looking at the officer forums, but I've been looking at the officer forums. So it kind of sounds <laughs> like, you know, AIE so will be there. You have so. the answer to your question, sir. <laughs> But so, you by the uh, the uh, amount of interest in the Imperium, Imperium Ludi forums, a lot of people like the game. Yes, yeah, that yes. I think that forum has like 
30 pages or something on it. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. But this week we have a special guest, Cyrene, who's here to talk to us about AIE and the World of Warcraft, specifically the craft fair. Now, don't tell us what's going on with the craft fair because that's later. What, what's been going on with you since last time we spoke? It's probably since the fall craft fair. I would imagine. Uh, I think so. Since <laughs> the theme. Pretty sure. Uh, yeah. I think I'm scheduled, what, twice a year on the podcast? I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> uh, it's going good. I'm actually feeling a lot better, which is good because I was sick for like two weeks. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. I missed like a week's worth of work like uh, three weeks ago. So. Oh, would you really say you missed it? Yeah. I didn't, uh, it, was, it was bad, though. So... You'll have to excuse me if I sound funny or the fact that I'm like eating cough drops so I don't like cough in the mic on you guys or something like that. But I appreciate don't that. Um, you can actually transmit viruses across <laughs> the, the Google Hangouts. Or I, you know, you never know, okay? Never, never <laughs> even say that aloud, Zod, because Google will be like, Somebody, hey, that's a really good idea. <laughs> yes. I don't know if you noticed, I got my new headset, I got my Razor Kraken, so I'm all excited. It sounds awesome. It does Yay. sound good. Yay. Like, for a headset, that's that's a really good microphone, so we're, we appreciate yeah. that as well. And it lights up green, which is my favorite color, so that was pretty much the, the you know, the defining factor. No, I'm it wasn't, but it was. I know how that it, goes. It helped. <laughs> it helped. <laughs> okay, so, so we will be digging into World of Warcraft shortly, but first we want to cover this week's news. AIE News. All right. It might be hard to remember that the AIE World of Warcraft Guild is founded on a role-playing server, but AIE member Ironclaw definitely remembers. She will be hosting a role-playing event to celebrate the Spring Equinox. Yes, the Spring Equinox was last month, but who's really counting? Uh, the event will be held tomorrow, Friday, April 18th, so hopefully you're listening to this as soon as it was posted. Uh, starting in Bloodhoof Village at 8 p.m. server time, it will include a pilgrimage to Red Rocks for a bit of a celebration, and then they'll return back to Bloodhoof for feasting and storytelling. That is so awesome. I that, love that it when so the guild cool. gets together and do that sort of thing. And as if the AIE Wild WoW Spring Craft Fair wasn't a big enough event in itself with all the skill leveling, raffling giveaways, and everything else, Cyrene, <laughs> who is our lovely member, um, guest, don't type when I'm reading, is going to fill us in a few minutes on all that stuff, but Nevermore has just announced that the Spring Craft Fair Pet Battle Tournament and a My Battle Pet and Me Transmog Contest. The event will be held Sunday, April 27th from 7 to 9 p.m. server time in the Crusaders Coliseum at the Argent Tournament Grounds in Ice Crown. The winner of the tournament will get to choose either a Rascal Bot or a Dark Moon Eye as their prize, and if you guys have been like trying to get that Dark Moon Eye, Wow, the fact that somebody's giving one away is just <laughs> that's, that's outstanding. Awesome. That's that's generous. That's generous. That really is. Now you have to have at least three level twenty-five battle pets to play in the tournament, and you need to register in advance so that they can get brackets all set up. But if you don't have three level twenty-five pets or want to just show off your fashionista skills, there'll be a transmog contest immediately following that tournament. To join, just choose your favorite companion pet and create the perfect transmog outfit to match. For more information and to register for the tournament, check out the thread going on in the AIE Azeroth section of the forums that's all about pet battles. I'm so there. 
And, oh, totally. And also, I'm sure the Argent Tournament is thrilled that AIE is using their <laughs> fairgrounds because for a while mm-hmm. they were the hot ticket. Like everyone was at the Argent Tournament and now it's like, I do like one or two levels there and then I moved on. So this will be yeah. cool that we're like, you know, using the fairgrounds again for something else. It's kind of like a, any place where they've hosted the Olympics, you know, for two or three weeks, just massive crowds of people, and then for years, and yeah, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. this is also in the AIE Azeroth section of the forums, but it really applies to everyone because who doesn't like food? I think, you know, you've seen Guild Chat. Everyone in AIE likes food. We like food. So AIE member Moose Dude has started a thread asking for everyone's favorite eats. So if you have a recipe that you'd love to share or just looking for ideas for dinner, check it out. This is not the first time the AIE forums have been flooded with food. And it's probably a good idea to remind people that we do have an AIE cookbook in print that you can, you know, take outside of Azeroth and enjoy. Uh, It's full of great recipes that's submitted by members of AIE. Uh, The custom artwork uh, throughout the book was done by our GURP master himself, Scott Johnson. It's in the Frog Mm -hmm. Pants store for $19.95, and all profits go to fund basically various servers, you know, all the illustrious pay that all of the guild officers get, which is nothing. Um, So it goes to a good cause. It goes to keep AIE up and running. No one is profiting from this. We are just looking to, you know, keep the guild coffers in, in game and out of game, you know, stocked up here. Right. Keep the bits flowing. Right. <laughs> for all you Hobbits' lovers out there, Ducks has posted a few events coming up for AIE and Lotro this month. That's Lord of the Rings Online, in case you didn't know. Update 13 was launched earlier this week, and there will be a 7th anniversary games coming out later this month. But to add to that, the AIE clan will be holding a PM, a PVMP, I think it's player versus monster player, a tour of the Edinmores on the 19th, and a kinship party with live music on the 26th. And that always sounds like a lot of fun when they talk about that. Now, Ducks didn't post too many more details, so if these sound interesting to you, go track him down in-game and beat him over the head until he tells you more. Ow. That's a lot of beating. Like... No, I'll probably tell you more. Pretty, on the AI quick. podcast. Well, not not except real. Except for when Zod condones violence on the AI podcast. <laughs> pixel violence. We we believe in pixel violence only. <laughs> yes. Okay, for the AIE Star Trek Online crew, Captain Hunter wants you to know that from now until Monday the twenty first, SCO will be holding a double XP weekend event. All missions and events will earn you double the experience. So if you're still leveling up your cap captain be sure to check it out and if you're looking for something to do captain hunter also recommends digging into the private dilithium mine you can grab a shuttle from the starbase to the mine knock out your mining dailies and get your mining duty officers on task all <laughs> those for... really odd I really need the sad trombone sound effect. I, I need to get that on the board for next week for when Zod makes these jokes. <laughs> okay, well, you can do all this for double XP. Zod is weird, and yes. Yes, that, that is that is very true. So, AIE and Final Fantasy, the PS3 to PS4 upgrade. At last, AIE Final Fantasy member Jedi posted that Square Enix is giving away free upgrades if you bought Final Fantasy A Realm Reborn for the PS3, uh, oh, they're up, they're upgrading you to the PS4 version from now till the end of the year. Wow, that's crazy. So if you've moved mm-hmm. up to the new PlayStation platform, you can take your Final Fantasy with you. This is a permanent transfer, so you won't be able to play it on the PS3, but to be honest, who's going to want to do that? It's like, I can play it on this six-year-old system or the brand new one I just bought. It's, I don't think anyone's going to want to do that. Um, also... 
I have noticed the collector's edition for the PS3 and the, well, the PS4 really, um, has a really adorable mount called the fat chocobo, which is literally, oh, no. it looks like a chocobo chick, except it's big enough it's that you can ride it. And yeah, my word, it is gigantic. So if you bought any it collector's is. edition, log into the game just to see this super adorable, like, wow. The only way that it will move is it's got, basically, your character is holding a fishing pole with food dangling in front of its face. And so it's trying to get at the food. And yes, it's it's really amusing. But yes, there's apparently Moogle pets and stuff now in the game. So if you got the collector's edition, you will be rewarded again because they just released the PS4 version. Nice, nice. Okay, so that's all for news. So here are the meetups on the calendar at the AIEmeetup.com website. Tomorrow, April 18th at 3 p.m., there'll be a meetup at AwesomeCon in Washington, D.C. at the Walter E. Washington Convention Center. That sounds really exciting somehow, doesn't it? Uh, Saturday, May 3rd at 3 p.m., there's a spring raid on Harry's Hofbrau in the San Francisco Bay Area, San Jose Area kind of place. And Friday, May 23rd at May 21st. <laughs> May 23rd. Words are hard. Oh, um, hold on, hold on. <laughs> there, that's the words are hard Thank buzzer. You. I appreciate it. Um, so we meet up on May 23rd at 5 p.m. at Comic Palooza in Houston, Texas. To RSVP for any of these events or to plan your own get-together with your local area AIE members, head to our meetup.com site and search for Alea Ioctast and find our page. Okay, so with that, we want to bring out Cyrene here, who's been sitting quietly and patiently. <laughs> Uh, the craft fair, it's always one of the, I think it's the largest event AIE has, correct? Oh, definitely. Just in terms of participation and time and yeah, it's pretty huge. So let us know. The first time, was it the first time or the second time we held a craft fair? We actually crashed the server. Well, that that might've been before we were holding it in silver moon. I think, yeah. And then we determined, oh, we should go to the place no one else is on the entire <laughs> server. <Right>. Pretty much. <laughs> no, um, the craft fair, like I said, uh, it's a guild-wide event, and we hold it twice a year in Silver Moon City. Um, and we do it um, in loving memory of Milliway. Um, he kind of started this whole thing way back when, and um, unfortunately, uh, we lost him too soon. Um, the whole guild did so um, we like to kind of respect his wishes and um, it's just a great way for the guild to get together Um, the whole purpose is that the whole guild comes out and basically helping each other out it's like um, fellowship but it's a good time Um, it's a way to give back to the community if people in the guild have done anything for you Uh, we spend months gathering the mats throughout uh, Azeroth, Pandera, all those fun uh, continents that you guys have now, um, and stockpiling them until the craft fair. And when I mean stockpiling them, I mean like 30 or 40 guild banks full of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. I do love when people are like, hey, I can offer like, I can offer this character if you guys need the space. It's like, that's really adorable and we appreciate that. But... (laughs) Yeah. Some of, uh, some of the professions have six or eight guild banks just to hold all their mats. And it's it's pretty crazy how many alts we have scattered throughout. But mm-hmm. we get it done. Um, Good. Yeah, that's, and that's yeah. the same, too. If, if, you're, if you're interested in bringing one of your alts out or your newly boosted level 90 out, 
we've got the mats. We've got you covered. Yeah, yeah. are you sure? I mean, I imagine there's a big <laughs> rush for you guys, like with all the 90s, because I know I'm looking at my 90 and going, you got what for professions? <laughs> yeah. Well, basically, we take all these materials, and you come to the craft fair and say, hey, I want to level jewel crafting, and we will just give you all the mats to level jewel crafting all the way up. And, and not only that, folks. So if if they only did that, it would be fantastic. But, you know, wait, there's more. They will actually hand you stacks of things and say, make 10 of these because they, they have researched the most efficient way for you to get from zero to whatever you're getting to. And so to me, that helps a ton in that you're not wasting materials making things that cost more than other things do. Yeah, it's um, and some of the professions, uh, a lot of the professions use the um, wildprofessions.com guide, mm -hmm. which uh, the guy did a really good job on it. But some of the stuff is hard to get. So when you're talking about helping like 20 guild members in that profession, that hard to get item makes it extremely hard to get. So a lot of the professions have taken some of those guides and kind of modified them to say, okay, we have excess of this material, so let's do this pattern instead. So it's very important to follow what the captains are telling you when you're loving a profession because they might tell you to do something different than what the guide says. If you're 90 or not 90 or whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter what level you are at the craft fair, but if you have an AIE guild tag and you want to level up mining or enchanting or tailoring or whatever it is but you can help you guys i mean that's what we're here for now can you actually level mining without actually mining is uh, it possible actually yes. actually you can level mining from one to like 300 and some before you actually have to pick up a mining pick to go mining nice All yeah right, there there you go. Uh, mm -hmm. i think there's like three sections in mining that you actually have to mine like 25 to 50 points and then the rest of it you can do like by smelting yeah, my, it's my crazy. It will be there. I, I think that was yeah. a, a change <laughs> like two major patches ago because before it was you could get a, like a very small percentage of yeah. points from smelting and then they they opened it kind of wide open because I yeah, think they, they knew that it. they had a uh, the people that were doing those like um, skinning and mining stuff had a distinct disadvantage. So I think they wanted to sort of level the playing field. And now, yeah, you can get a ton of points from smelting. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's. We actually, a couple of craft years ago, uh, my mining captain had a guy come in to do mining, leveled it up to 1 to 300, went all the way up to Outlands to mine and forgot his mining pick back when you still had to have one. <laughs> oh, wow, you <laughs> don't even need a mining pick anymore? That. Uh, I don't think so. Wow. Nope. No, you, you, don't, you don't have to, but it gives you a plus 10 to mining if you do have it. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Same I, thing I, with the uh, skinning knife and the herbing spades. They give you plus 10 to skinning and plus 10 to herbs, but you don't have to have them anymore. That's I, I always was doing the, the go, I think it's a goblin pocket knife, which gave you plus 10 to herbing and mining and skinning, like all with one item. So that's, that's what oh, I was using for yeah. a while, but I don't know if that's still a thing. That was, you know, quite some time ago, so... It's an engineering <laughs> thing you can make. Back in the old days! Back in the old days! <laughs> I take out my teeth! Hey, well, you know what? I'm considering with my, my 90, just to help out with the craft fair, just doing a tour of gathering all around just to see the zones and stuff and all that. But 
then I could go to the craft fair instead. So, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. My, my mind is, the biggest problem is trying to decide which skills to level. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, a tough one. It gets really hard, but you know, then you have people who have like every profession, and then they have like five more alts, and it's I don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> but. Yeah, and the craft fair has grown so big. It used to be like a, a one-day, couple-hour event, and now we're up to like two days of three hours each. <laughs> well, and I'm it's really like glad. <laughs> I'm really glad that we did that because there were some people that were super bummed. They're like, "Oh, I have to work Saturday," but the chances because we have the the time staggered on two different days. It's if you can't yeah. make this time on Saturday, it's at a different time on Sunday. And that way, a lot more people, I think, were able to show up. And I think that was a really, yeah. really good decision you guys made. That was like mm-hmm. three, two or three craft fairs ago that it was decided that this is too much to try to do in one day. So you guys split it up, which, yeah, very, very good decision. Yeah. So this year, the craft fair is going to be on the um, twenty April 26th from 4 to 7. And that's server time, Eastern Standard Time. And then Which is on a week and a couple days. Yes. Yeah. A week and a couple days. And then uh, Sunday, April twenty seventh from two to five server time. So that's the times that we went by. But uh, one thing we brought back this year, which is um, we kinda had to. <laughs> um, we're asking people to pre register for the fair. Do this, um, folks. Yeah. Uh, with all the new nineties out there, we've been kind of like, Oh my gosh, you know, how many <laughs> You know, people are coming to this thing. We already have like 15 people signed up for first aid of all professions. That's really weird. So, um, first aid. Yeah. (laughs) Really? It it is what it is. You know, (laughs) I I think there's like 10 of them signed up or something for jewel crafting. I mean, we're our captains and really the time frame that we have available to actually help out. We can only really help about 20 people per profession. Um, it takes so long to help people when, especially if you're going from like one to 600. So that's the, that's the magic number we're shooting for to hold materials. So, uh, definitely register and I would get in early so that we can guarantee that you're registered for your profession. It's like holding materials to the side, knowing that so-and-so is going to show up. Sunday. Yeah. So if you're registered yeah. and you can't make it on Sunday, you're still good. You're covered. Well, what we what we had to do is is because we had a lot of people when we tried doing registration before that wouldn't show up, and then we held mats, and it was like, oh, we could have helped people that walked in, and you know, so this time on the on the form, if you if you haven't read it yet, it's actually kind of funny, but um, I put on there like a specific day, like okay, I'm gonna show up on Saturday, but if I'm not there by a certain time, I forfeit my mats for Sunday for anybody that shows up. That's a good idea. It's not really fair to people if you sign up and then you don't show up, and then it's kind of like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have, I put a checkbox on the end saying that, uh, yes, I have read all the rules and regulations, and you can pick your choice of obey Henry or I like ponies or <laughs> robot monkeys. I don't remember what all I put on there, but it was kind of funny. So I just kind of want to make sure people actually read the thing when they filled it out. You're, oh, you're still nice. going to, unfortunately, yeah. although AI is full of lots of people, you're still going to get someone who is going to be like, but I signed up. And it's like, yes, but you didn't show up. And so therefore, yeah. But yeah. So yeah. folks, if you sign up, show up, but please sign up. Please, please mm-hmm. sign up. Uh, please. No. Uh, and uh, one thing we did a little bit different and we announced it or we posted it um, through the website uh, a couple weeks ago. 
is uh, I, I made a Google Doc and I tried to get all the captains to update it as kind of like a one place shopping of things that we need. And uh, so it should be in the forums. It's on the AIE website because we posted it as an actual um, Henry post, if you will. Oh, okay. Um, but the the document's open to anybody with the link, and it's um, all of my captains and stuff have been working really hard to update it this week to try and get it as up to date as possible. So um, the materials on there is stuff that we still need, and there's quite a bit on there. I think there's like there's a fish on there from Pandera for cooking that we need like two thousand of still or something. Oh ridiculous. yeah! Holy cow. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fishing. That's okay. You know what we need Whoa. to do is we just. Oh, and, and by the way, for anybody listening live, that's the fish of the day today that I heard of. So. The red belly man- mandarin mandarin. Need mm-hmm. four thousand eight hundred and sixty-six of them. Oh, four thousand. That's go. a lot of. Fish. That is- that is crazy. Oh, my gosh. So in a week and a half, Lizard, folks, come on. Step up. Help the guild. we got a week and a half to get these to the craft fair. You know, I do know yeah. a lot of people in this game who genuinely do enjoy fishing. Like, as, as odd as that seems to me, who only fish to catch pets, uh, they just log in just to fish. So you, you never know. It takes all kinds to play this game. Certainly they could does. have 4,000 random fish in their back and go, oh, well, here you go. Anything, really. <laughs> but um, basically, if it's on the list, we need it. If it's not on the list, the banks are full. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, we hate to turn stuff away, and I know some people have kind of like said stuff in Guild Chat about, but I sent stuff and it got returned to me. We're really sorry, but like I said, we have 30 or 40 guild banks of like six tabs that are completely full. Bags are completely full. And unless it's something that we actually need, uh, we really don't have room until after the craft fair to store it. So it's, it's, I, I'm sorry, but um, it's not that we don't want it, and it's not that we don't appreciate you helping us out, but we kind of need that. <laughs> I'm looking at the list right now, and there are quite a few things you need, and I know that people would love to jump in and help. Would it be possible to update this list with who to send the mats to? Because I'm looking at some, like, I know I've got, you know, a couple stacks that in my bank I could send, but I don't know who to send to. I know it's in the forums, because, you know, go to the forums. (laughs) Go to the forums. But it would be helpful. Hey, um, I hear we have these forums you should go to. Why don't we try going to the forums? There's a forum? I know. (laughs) Uh, Zod, that would be a super awesome idea. However, I have a super secret thing to tell people later, oh, okay. and so that's gonna kind of affect that. So okay, yeah, yeah, but you have to wait to the, the end. Of the, the secret the is all the mats to Cyrene. <laughs> oh, great! Oh, well now then. I don't know if I should just bleep out that entire <laughs> phrase so Cyrene does not get completely inundated. <laughs> Oh no! Leave it! Leave it! Leave it! <laughs> oh man! You guys are kidding me. And no. and and anyway. the, the super secret That's thing funny. at the end of the podcast is she's like, and I'm not doing the craft fair anymore. Drops the mic, walks away. Ah. <laughs> That's I'm it. I quit. You did this. Go this and sod because I'm not. No no no. Just sod. Just sod. Rage quit. Rage quitting the craft fair. No, I'm I'm not. Don't don't freak out, guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, one of the cool things one of our captains came up with, our enchanting captain, he came up with the idea originally, uh, the farm, your guys' farms in Pandera. And so his idea was... Wait, you it, can help me level my farm? 
Yeah. No. Oh wait, uh, what? No. I, 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 I don't know if you guys know, but back during like World War One, World War Two, whatever it was, they had something they called Victory Gardens. People were living in the city, but they had to raise their own crops and stuff. They were running, you know, money was tight, depression, all this other stuff. So um, basically, the idea is is you plant the crop of the day or other seeds for like the or or the whatever herbs, whatever comes up with the seeds, and use your farm every day to farm the pandaren mats that we need, and then send those into the craft fair. Oh, nice! Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was that's a that's cool a great idea. idea. That, that takes really that is, no effort. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, most people are, you know, the people that are there doing their farms anyway are doing their farms, and it's like, hey, well, you know, if you want to well, I mean, throw us a little. <laughs> even, even if they're using half of their farm for what they need and half of what the guild needs, that's still more than you were getting before. So that's, right. you know. You Any can... little bit helps. Exactly. Yeah. Now I feel bad because my monk has been you know, maxed out the farm a while back, and I stopped farming months ago. <sighs> I could have been farming this whole time. Get on that, Zod. Come on. <laughs> Yeah. You're making Cyrene cry. I mean, how, many, how many ults do you have, Zod? <laughs> like, seriously. More than I'm going to admit to. Yeah. <laughs> and soon to be one more once I buy the game. Oh, but that's kind of where that's at. Um, we still need volunteers, guys. It's a week away. We still need volunteers. Yeah. Wow. What we kind need, of volunteers we, are you looking for? We need people to help out with the enchanting group, and we need uh, somebody to help out first aid Right now, um, he does it by himself, and we kind of have a lot of people signed up. And, <laughs> and of course, wow. you know, breaks and stuff like that. So if we could really get somebody to help out with them, that would be awesome. So, yeah, we still need, like, three or four people to help out the captains for the craft fair. But um, we started a thing last year, and the feedback we got on it was awesome. The captains loved it. Everybody that attended the craft fair thought it was the coolest thing ever. And what we did is we parked ourselves right in front of the doorway to Silvermoon when you pour in. And we mm-hmm. had people sign in. Like you go to a convention center, you sign in, nice. you sign up for your profession. And then we had people with multi passenger mounts standing by Drive and they texted you. To you. The... <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah. That is it was so pretty great. awesome. <laughs> but everybody thought it was the coolest thing, you know. The captains had a spreadsheet. They knew who was coming in and what order they signed up on. And then the people got, you know, chauffeured around Silvermoon. So they thought that was cool. Um, so we actually could use some people. And you don't have to stay the whole time or anything. But anybody that's got a free hour or two during the craft fair and wants to ferry people around, we could use that. And, of course, we could always use uh, random mages for portals to Silvermoon. We always, you know, you have people that aren't in... 90s they're not gonna have access to like you know two moons portal room or anything like that so does mean but, that stand at the door with like a like those guys at the airport with a sign somebody's name on it i don't know but now that the timeless aisle came out you have those little wooden signs if you get them yeah i'm thinking about you know putting some of those in there that and would be hey, cool i know tailors can make tuxedos so you could totally have people with tuxedos standing or even holding the map <laughs> Because when you when you're looking at the map, you're actually holding like a map, a piece of paper, so, right? <laughs> nice. Oh man. Yeah. That, we've got now. We've got Silver Moon. There's signs li- lining the path to where you need to go in various ways. They branch out, and then we have people in tuxedos pointing you to the direction. Oh, you're here for the this way, oh. sir. This way, sir. <laughs> As you get. Get uh, like a the airport, a hog, or a, a dual seater rocket. 
Should get some flares, some of the little glow wands or something, like yeah. airport security, start directing traffic. Yeah, this this is becoming a high class event now, guys. I'm I'm not sure that I, I'm I'm a scruffy Pandaren. I'm not sure I could get in through the door. <laughs> no, no, this you're wearing mage robes. It's fine. <laughs> now your name's on the list, ma'am. Sorry. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm yeah. Check your VIP list. That's what it is. You need your VIP list. Are you on the list? Oh. All right. <laughs> and also, yes. Did you sign up? You will get preferential treatment because they know you're coming. Sign mm-hmm. up, folks. Yeah. That's uh, we can't say it enough. It makes it so much easier because then they know how many people to expect. Not that they won't help drop-ins when they can do it, but if you sign up, there's a much higher chance that they're going to be able to get to you a little sooner. And make sure that we have the mats for you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, pretty much. That's what that is. We're, it's growing every year. We get more people. We get new blood. We get new people helping. And we have people that's been around since before I even started working the craft fair. So um, new guys, you guys new. We got a lot of new 90s. We have a lot of new people that join the guild with the new 90s. If you guys are ever interested in helping out with a guild event, um, a lot of people assume that these big events are run by officers because, you know, me or Macaulay, they see our names out there. But these guild events, they're not officers that are running them. These are guild members running them. You know, you as a guild member can start any event that you want to start with the guild. Um, Just send an email to the officers and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you guys think? And, you know, we'll get back to you and say, yes, it works. No, it won't work. We've tried it before or whatever. But the more that you guys help us out do events, the more fun stuff that's going to be in the guild to do. Yeah, and really, the uh, we've mentioned this before in past shows, probably during <clears throat> the craft fair shows, but the only events that the officers get a little sketchy and on allowing people to have is if there is go- gold in-game or otherwise yeah. involved. Uh, yeah. We, we need to yeah. have... You know, I really hate it when there's an event and I have to send in my gold ring. Yeah. In game or otherwise. Well, no, no, I'm just saying that, you know, people just say, man, it's fake money. It's not fake money. It's time. I mean, it takes time to accumulate this fake money. So to me, that's, that's real world value. Um, so that, that's really the only thing that we really need you to have officer approval for. If you have an idea and you would like to bounce it off the officers, please feel free to do so. But the only way you really need approval is if you're doing some sort of raffle where people are going to be sending you gold in the game. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, have at it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just want to say a big thank you to everybody. I mean, without the generosity of this entire guild, without you guys sending us the mats, without people working it, people that worked it in the past, people that work it now in the present, the people who donated time and energy, um, there's no way that this thing would have been pulled off. I mean, it took us uh, a month of updating the AIE wiki to get it ready before the last craft fair, and we are still editing it and getting it, you know, finished <laughs> out. And, and you know, it, it's it's people like you guys that help us out to help the guild. You know, we're, we're just, you know, standing here, you know, giving it out, you know, but you guys are the ones that are, you know, giving us the mats and giving us prizes for the raffle and stuff. So a really big thank you to everybody in the guild for helping us out. The generosity is crazy. Ooh, yeah. There's a, there's a raffle, you say? <laughs> a raffle. 
A raffle? What? Yes. About I this love raffle. the craft fair raffle. Like, seriously. It's my favorite <laughs> thing about the craft fair. That's just because there's uh, Pat's Aludra. Uh, You're so transparent. Uh, <laughs> I'm so yeah. transparent. I'm surprised you can see me in this chair. <laughs> yes. Raffle. If you did not know, there's a raffle. And the rules and regulations for the raffle are on the wiki. Um, but essentially... Uh, we have not upped the price on the tickets in I don't know how long. Ever? In the, yeah. Ever. They've always the been 100 insofar as I've ever yeah. been part of AIE. So they haven't ever been raised. The, yeah, tickets are 100 gold each. And, um, you you know, level 90s, that's not really a lot. Lower levels, you know, it might seem like a lot. But um, every 100 gold that we get, your name gets put in a spreadsheet um, next to a ticket number. And uh, we close it down uh, uh, Friday night, Thursday night. I have to look at the thing again. I'm so sorry. Uh, before the craft fair. And basically, the number of tickets we have, uh, me and Makala, and we'll pull in a few other random people. And we start doing random rolls and roll off for all of the um, mm -hmm. prizes and stuff. But, uh, you know, you think 100 gold, you know, what's going on? But uh, we have five sky golems right now in the bank wow to give away um we have like eight eye level the crafted five uh 553 gear the stuff that's selling for like four six thousand gold on the auction house we got like eight pieces of gear that people have crafted and donated to give away very nice um, oh yeah that's so yeah. awesome yeah so we got a lot um we got a lot of rare pets and um, some royal satchels, the big, the new bags and stuff like that too. But um, the more stuff that we get in, and I have to say this, but um, the guild, the gold that you guys send in, it's not, go it doesn't go to the guild. It doesn't go in the co banks, um, guild banks. It doesn't go to us, the craft fair workers. We don't keep it. Um, there's a very, very, very small percentage that we use to fund the craft fair that pays for the guild banks and the materials we have to buy in the auction house that we're short on. But the rest of it, the like 90 some percent of that gold that we get in goes right back out for that raffles prizes. Last year, I think we got like three of the 108 K um, gold uh, yaks that we gave away. We gave away like six of the dollar in uh, multi-passenger amount flash time. So, you know, the more gold we get in, the more stuff we can buy, the more prizes we can give out. Um, you know, and we get stuff donated and stuff all the time. But um, a lot of people ask, well, what do we do with the gold and stuff? But we don't we don't keep it. It goes right back out into back to you guys. Really? And also, uh, in the side of transparency, the spreadsheet with everybody's name and the ticket <laughs> numbers on it is uh, publicly visible, I believe, right? Yes, you, you it like is. That. So you actually we, can we see. We post it on the wiki when the raffle is over. We post all the stuff on the wiki. You can see the ticket numbers, their names, what the prizes they won. Um, and actually, I've updated the wiki from the past, I think, like two or three years. Prize winners and the prizes they've won is on there as well. So you can kind of go back and see the stuff that we've given away in the past, too. So it's really kind of cool. But mm -hmm. that's the raffle. <laughs> yeah, I love the raffle. It's cheap and it's fun and it's good awesomeness. And a few weeks later, you might get a prize. So. Well, and, and also, so I, I think they try to give away the, the big prizes like right away. But I still mm -hmm. remember um, 
Yeah. I, a week later, I logged in and had like four mails because I think I bought eight tickets or 10 tickets or something. And it's like, oh, you want four pets, but we're not going to go through every single pet that was donated in the night of the fair because that would take 16 years. So they just went through <laughs> and and went, yeah. went through the spreadsheet and went, oh, randomly pick a number. Okay, this person gets a pet. This person gets a pet. So the, the big prizes they tend to give away right there, but there are so many pets and stuff donated that it's it's not all happening the same day. No, um, what usually happens is the, the raffle ends before the craft fair starts, and um, usually McCall and I try and get ourselves together to get everything so we know who the winners are, so it's all taken care of. Um, but we have more events that go on that weekend than just the craft fair. Um, you guys already talked about the pet battling event um, that Nevermore is doing. Um, but we do an after party on Sunday after the last day of the fair. We all go to Gallywix's outside of Ogremar. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, party central party. But that's where we give away, like uh, like as Gomez was saying, that's where we give away the prizes. You know, that's where we announce who the winners of the, the mounts and stuff are. And you can come collect them right then and there. You know, all the big stuff we give away at that after party. So... If you couldn't make it to the fair earlier during the day, but you bought tickets, you know, you might want to be at the after party. We might call your name out. You never know. You could get a rare pet. You don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. So, but, yeah, we try and do what we can for everybody. Oh, and also, it looks like there might or might not be a coop event. So, if you're looking (gasps) to want to try to, you know... Give the Alliance uh, a bad day for a little bit. Uh, keep keep an actually, eye on the forums. I just got a message on that while we were recording the podcast, actually. Oh. And I got news. approval. Breaking news. Breaking news. Gasp. Here, I, I this is the best got... I got for a sound effect. <laughs> I really need to get that. To... So I'll, I'll work on that for next show. <laughs> okay, good. <yeah. laughs> Um, I actually heard from one of the coop leaders that he is unable to do the coop himself, but he has given approval for somebody else to do the coop who is very interested in running it. Sweet. So my guess is once I inform said person tonight after the podcast, um, probably sometime uh, within the next day or so, you'll probably see a post up about coop coming up. Uh, for the craft and just fair. for anyone who may not know what a coop is, that's where we get four or five hundred AIE members together, and we go say hi to the alliance. And we hug. <laughs> so, um, we had a question from the chat room, which is, I, oh, I think, I very apt. Um, can non-flying alts make it to Gallywix's palace? Do we have like uh, warlock portals that can help folks get up there? Yeah. Okay. We have the the guild is very generous people that come that are warlocks they'll drop portals and invite people to raids you'll hear a lot of people um in uh guild chat saying hey if you need a ride to galliwix's i'm in ogamar and they'll invite you to group and you can hop on one of their flying mounts um i think you can actually ride there through ashara i think there's a path up the mountain but i'm not sure where it is because i always fly <laughs> okay no <laughs> Um, but we, yeah, there's the, the, and it's not just us. We don't really have to organize it. Just people in the guild volunteer and say, Hey, you know, if you need a ride or you need a summons, you know, whisper so-and-so or talk to so-and-so and they'll get you there. So it's oh, really and cool. I, I just want to say before we get too far off, I mean, we're kind of done talking about the craft <laughs> fair. Um, when you show up, even if you have signed up, please be patient. 
There, you do not even realize the sheer volume of spreadsheets and everything else Mm -hmm. these craft fair captains who are not necessarily officers are doing. So they will get to you. Just, you have to be patient and, and they will get to you. So show up early. You know, they, they appreciate people showing up early. And if you sign up, you're going to have a better chance, but just be patient. We will get your, we will get your skill up as high as it needs to go. It's like they're playing Eve or something. Yeah. <laughs> what? Spreadsheets? Yeah. Spreadsheets and wow. Actually, you'd probably be really good at Eve at this point. Like you've had so much practice with spreadsheets. Like, I know. Yes. I know. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, I, I think it's time. It, is it yep. time? Is it, it time? It is time. I mean, we have all super yeah, secret so, announcement yeah. here. I'm, you've heard it here, folks. I'm editing my document. <laughs> I have to edit it so people don't change it. Ah, I'm going through fast as I can. Pardon. Oh, that's the last thing. See if she just. All right, there we go. Okay, so super secret. Here we go. Talked about the um, craft fair, and we talked about the document the profession needs that has the list um, mm-hmm. of all the stuff that we need. And Zod mentioned mailing it to. Um, putting the people's names on there. Uh, there's actually so many items on that list, and we have such a short amount of time to gather those mats that um, we had a meeting last Friday. The Craft Fair Committee meets once a month. Mm-hmm. And um, at our meeting, we actually decided that we're going to hold a mini raffle of the most epicness proportions, and we're announcing it on the podcast. So starting now, basically pretty much when the podcast ends and I post it on the forums, but um, anything that is on that list, if you send us a full mail full of full stacks of anything, so it can be a full mail full of cobalt ores, or it can be a mix and match of anything that's on that list. It doesn't matter what it is. But it has to be like all of the slots of the mail full. All all the slots, all 12 slots of the mail. Okay. Of the same thing? No, no, no. It can be mix and match. It can be mix and match. If you send a full mail, for every full mail that you send, and it has to come to the same person that the raffle comes through, which is Seriwa, my alt, S-E-R-I-E-W-A. Um, for every full mail that you send, your name gets put in a raffle spreadsheet separate from the regular raffle. This is a completely separate raffle. Ooh, a donation and, raffle. Um, we're actually going to give you guys an entire week to do this. You have until 11 o'clock server time PM, Wednesday the 23rd, Wednesday before the craft fair to submit this stuff in and get it in the mail. Um, and uh, the people might say, oh, but that seems like a lot of you know farming for stuff to be in this raffle. Um, yeah, we, we kind of set the entry for it high because we had a captain in the craft fair that was willing to donate two Sky Gall amounts specifically for this raffle. Nice. Wow. That's so awesome. <laughs> so you sure. guys have a week to get as much stuff off that list farmed and send it in to us, and I'll be forwarding it to the captains as I get it in, um, the actual materials, um, so they can update the list. But, um, yeah, you guys, uh, every every full mail, you get a name on the list. You get a ticket number for a chance at two Sky Gall amounts. And uh, we're actually going to we're gonna stop it Wednesday night, and we'll go through it and roll everything off. 
And we're actually going to announce the winner. We're going to send it in to you guys for the podcast to announce it next week right before the craft fair. Oh, okay. Nice. Cool. And then whoever okay, won can many... pick up their prizes at during the craft fair weekend. All right, now, how many slots are in the mailbox when you actually 12. get it all expanded? Twelve. Twelve. All right, yeah. so if I go get 12 cobalt ores and fill one in each no. slot, does that count? No. no. That's no. not no. what she said. Full it's stacks. Full stacks. <laughs> yes. Okay, just make it full square. That is S-E-R-I-E-W-A? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to put it, I'm putting it in the show notes to, so people have another another place to look it up if they need to. Full yeah. mail with full it'll, stacks it'll be, Zod. <laughs> so if, if you want to send in or it'll be a stack of 20 if you send in uh, Spirit Dust for Enchanting, it's a stack of 20. If you send in like Volatile Air, you know, because engineering uses a lot of that, that's actually a stack of 200. Okay. So it kind of depends on what the stuff stacks up into. But uh, yeah, it can be a mix and match in each mail. It doesn't have to be all the same stuff. But um, <laughs> Sorry, my kids. Uh, yeah, um, so for every full mail, and we we left it open for a whole week instead of, uh, if you guys have seen it, you know, I'll go out every weekend sometimes, and you'll see me do little mini raffles, and if you bring me a stack of something, you roll off like 1 to 1,000, and then the highest roll usually wins a pet, but I only usually do it for a couple hours, so people go find something, and then they come back. Um, but we had so much stuff <laughs> that we need that... Um, yeah, uh, we decided to open it up for a whole week to give people plenty of time to come in and farm it and try to yeah. get that their name really, on the list. Really awesome. Well, that and two so two cool. prizes of that magnitude, I think yeah. you're going to get some takers. I hope I, so. I think this is going to happen. <laughs> I, I hope so. So once we once we wrap up the podcast and everything, I'll have um, all the details posted on the AIE forums so that it'll be all official and people can start sending stuff in. Uh, I do have to note though. If you guys send it to the captains, it's not going to count because they're not mm-hmm. keeping track of the names. So it has to come through me first, okay. and then I will forward it on to the captains. Because if you send it to them, they're not going to have any idea where to put your name on the list. They'll be happy that, that they just got so. a whole bunch of mats, but yeah, you're not your name's not going to yeah. get on the list. So don't so. cheat yourself. Send it to S-E-R-I-E-W-A is who that that is for the full 12 stacks of a needed material from the the link that we is posted in the show notes and is on the forums if they need yes. it and you send a full stack of it and you know fill the mail you will get entered into the raffle that's right really awesome so that that was my super secret awesome announcement Ooh, for today that was pretty so cool glad you announced it here too <laughs> well you know i got to you know you guys are awesome so well thank you so, uh, Ludra and Zod, uh, did we want to give away uh, another game code this evening? Yeah! Yes. So, Aludra wasn't here last week. So, Aludra, no. you pick how we're going to give this away. Because it's going to be live oh. in the chat room. Or we really? could do right a, you know, spot. over the next week. Either way. I say we do both. Okay. We, yeah. we, do, have, we do have four Steam codes still available. Yay! So I say okay. give one to the chat room and we'll give one to one of our Twitter followers. So I say we give dead space away. We have a dead space steam key. Okay. We'll give that away right now. Aludra, you get to decide how, how this happens. Oh, gee, no pressure or anything. I literally decide. Do not know this is going to happen. I know, I know, I know. You are the decider. Um, 
I am the decider <laughs> of all the great things. All right, so what is the speed of a laden swallow? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I forget you're European. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, guys, the first person to name the proper dates for the craft fair in oh. the chat room. Ooh, nice. Dates and times or just dates? Just dates. Just dates. If you're paying attention earlier in the show or you've been on the forums, either of those is going to give you the information. Mm -hmm. So we have a code for Dead Space available. Mm -hmm. Code for Dead Space. The lag really is making this anticlimactic, I swear. (laughs) The chat room didn't know there was going to be a test later on. Yeah, (laughs) that's probably it. It's how fast can they Google it on the forums? <laughs> yeah, right. we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. <laughs> uh, they're just getting my oh, Sybil. Woo. Sybil has nice, uh, Sybil. Sybil has gotten the code. I will send you the code uh, in a moment here. We're gonna we're gonna close out the show. So, Cyrene, thank you very oh. much for joining us. Uh, Buxley just joined the chat room. We got to do the whole show no. over again. Oh, again? No. Buxley, come on. So, <laughs> the longest show in the history of shows. So, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, uh, Cyrene, is there any place else uh, that you would like to promote? Anything else that uh, people can follow you on Twitter at? Cyrene, A-I-E. Okay, that's easy enough. That's mm-hmm. pretty simple. <laughs> No um, underscores for her. No underscores for me. Just straight up. Cyrene A-I-E. Um, <laughs> also, uh, Craft Fair info. We have it all updated and posted on the wiki. Wiki.aie-guild.org. There's a link to it right on the homepage. Thank you, Stig, for updating that for us. So um, make sure that you guys check out the wiki and get all the information off there. And I forgot to mention this earlier, but I just want to thank... Zod for giving a shout out to our raid team a couple weeks ago. That was awesome. And everybody in the raid team thought that was the coolest thing ever. So, Oh, no, the raid team is awesome. Oh, there you go. So, shout out to them. So, that's about it. <laughs> and Are you sure we raid on Saturdays? I don't think we do. <laughs> yeah. Saturday and Sunday, Zod. It's two days. Uh, oh, two days. Oh, I didn't two know it was days. a two-day thing. Okay. Oh, that was Zod's problem. He, he oh. was showing up Thursday and had no idea oh, what was going on. The most on. dependable raid member ever. <laughs> Not. Oh. <laughs> okay, so next week anyway. we will be talking to those wandering, wandering crazy folks in AE known as the Nomads. They will be back on the show next week to let us know probably what is going on with the next game they'll be joining us. Yes, and it will be awesome. So stay tuned now as we've got a full ride of great AI member segments coming right up, including Hailing Frequencies, Buxley's Journal, Ask Miss Mulgra, Much Lesser Known Shaws, Mega Minute, Overly Dramatic dramatic News, and Hunter Talk. (laughs) But first, if you need to reach us, you can email us at podcast at aie-guild.org. You can follow us on Twitter and win yourself a game code at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at Show Not Found. I am at Accuzod. And Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. Don't forget the underscore. Underscore! Woo! I don't even know what Rubik that means. Live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us and maybe win a prize. Or you can tune in and watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme you heard at the top and bottom of the show was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen, composer to the stars. You can follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, 
keyswithsoul.com. He has a Kickstarter, just a couple days left. He's not quite funded yet. We need to get him up over the mark. Uh, if you do a search for Andrew Allen Trio on the on the Kickstarters, uh, he's doing superhero music. So Marvel and DC music, he's doing jazz covers of those. Should be a great album. Let's get him over the top, folks. This is Captain Hunter from AIE and Star Trek Online, and hailing frequencies are open. Now's the time to hop into Star Trek Online because it is double experience week now until April 21st. So anything that provides experience, missions, and events, we will get double the experience until April 21st. Also, there's a master key sale going on until April 25th. So if you have any lock boxes sitting in storage and you've just been looking for an excuse to buy some keys and open them up, now is the time since Master Keys are on sale. And you might want to get all of this ready because the new Season 9, A New Accord, drops April 22nd. So, be sure to get in, get your experience, get your keys, clean out some inventory space, because you're going to want to have everything ready when Season 9 drops, the new expansion for Star Trek Online. And, in extra special news, Star Trek Online will be hosting the Nomads this coming May. That's right, Nomads are going to hit Star Trek Online, and we look forward to seeing them, getting some fun activities going, and having lots of good times with our AIE brothers and sisters in Star Trek Online. That does it for me. This is Captain Hunter, and I'll see you around the spaceways. We're off to see the Buxley. Welcome to Buxley's Journal. Dear Journal, my adventures on the Timeless Isle continue. I decided to go back to the beach where I started to see if I could get my bearings. I was nearly there when I thought I heard an albatross make a disparaging remark about my ancestors, so I cast a lightning bolt at it. The next thing I knew, it ninja looted. Me! The bird made a huge amount of noise, swooped down, picked me up, and carries me high into the sky. Well, as it turns out, the bird that picked me up is part of this tour company that will take you around the island, narrating as you go by things. It must have been his first day on the job for the guy because he's holding me in his beak and it's hard for him to talk. He did tell me that it was a great way to get a bird's eye view of the island. So it turns out if I had gone right instead of left, I would have found the hill leading up to the upper reaches of the island. But you know what I saw? Treasure chests. And in the weirdest places, on top of a hill, on top of a column. I mean, who puts their treasure chests on top of tall columns and hills like that? Winged creatures? Giants? Gnomes on stilts? I don't know. It was just weird. Anyway, we passed by a great number of things. A ghost village, a bunch of what looked like tarns standing around having a barbecue, and this giant fish that was working out by doing laps around the island. As I circled around the island, we eventually got around to this huge courtyard, and I saw the guy that was yelling so loud that we could hear it all over the island. And he was on fire! No wonder he was yelling! I mean, a pretty tough guy to be on fire and still have enough composure to be yelling insults at everyone, but come on, he's on fire! So as we swung around, I seized the opportunity to get off the albatross, and I jumped down. Unfortunately, it was a lot higher than I thought, and it took two spirit healers to put me back together again, but it was worth it because now I know how to get to the top of this island, and I think I'm going to bring some water with me to help that guy out. If you'd like to see what I'm up to, follow Ask Buxley on Twitter. Thrunka, and welcome to Ask Miss Mulga, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, 
What is the best way to enjoy a beautiful spring day? Ah, yes. Spring descends once again upon Azeroth with the flutter of birdie wings and the smell of cherry blossoms on the wind. Wait a second, those are not birds. They are hippogriffs. And that is the smell of ale on the wind. Those pesky wild hammer dwarves are getting frisky. I suggest that the best way to spend this beautiful spring day is to sit down near the river with your back against a sun-warmed boulder, a slingshot in your hand, and pick off every flying wild hammer you see with a well-timed rock. I am Miss Mulgrew, and that is my advice. Akamagosh! Follow at Miss Mulgrew on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Greetings, this is Rasklin, presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Extortion. The encounter with this Shah is extremely tense as the Shah threatens to go to the adventurers' homes and unleash unspeakable horrors upon their families, and also to expose to the world the nefarious things they are responsible for causing, unless they submit to its demands. This would end very badly for the heroes, except they realize that, this world being the way it is, they have no homes and no families, and that being nefarious is simply the price you pay for aspiring to save the world from its various perils. Thus, these threats have no real teeth and the party is freed to threaten the Shah in return, easily defeating it. Unfortunately, the Shah has no loot, and was trying desperately to obtain some, which is why the adventures were threatened in the first place. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid run, already in progress. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini-cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I'm going to give a brief rundown on stats and which ones are most important dependent on our level 45 talents and healing style. But a safe rule of thumb will be intellect, spirit until you're comfortable with your mana regen, mastery, then haste. Crit is of no real use to us. So as a new, fresh, boosted level 90 Holy Paladin, your stat of choice will be Spirit because mana is going to be tight. And as we know it, Spirit equates to mana regen. So until you get to a level of mana regen where you can heal through an entire encounter without running out of mana, reforge and gem mostly into Spirit. Now after you've acquired a few upgrades, you'll want to start adding extra mastery. Now if you find yourself specced into Selfless Healer Talent, then after you've acquired enough Spirit, go all mastery after that. Since our goal with Selfless Healer is to spread our Mastery Shields onto as many raid members as possible. If you find yourself specced into Eternal Flame, then after you've acquired enough Spirit, Gem and Reforge to reach one of the Haste Breakpoints, usually 3506 for 13 ticks of Eternal Flame, or 7170 for 14 ticks of Eternal Flame, then put the rest into Mastery. So as you can see, our stat priority has a lot to do with what level 45 talent we choose, and if you're asking yourself well, what about Sacred Shield? Well, trust me, stick with Selfless Healer or Eternal Flame, since you'd be really doing your team a disservice by going with Sacred Shield. So I hope this 
helps out and good luck. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Sudden retirement stuns Azeroth. It's the Orbally Dramatic News. I'm Hunts the Wind. With the siege around Orgrimmar growing ever tighter, almost everyone in Azeroth thought that Garrosh Hellscream would fight to the bitter end. But the wily orc proved to have another trick up his sleeve when yesterday he announced that he was retiring as leader of the Horde effective later this year. Seated on his throne before a disbelieving audience, he chatted with his palace band leader, the Shah of Tone Deafness, saying that his ratings with his Horde subjects were trending downward. He decided that it was better to depart on his own terms than to stay around and, as the Tauren would say, jump the Kodo. Reaction among the rebel council outside Orgrimmar was cautious, given that the retirement announcement was a radical departure from Hellscream's usual behavior. Still, the prospect of avoiding the massive bloodshed that a final assault would surely bring has a powerful allure. Rumor has it that Vol'jin will be named as Garrosh's successor, but to appeal to a broader audience, the troll, who actually graduated with honors from a Poison Ivy League university, will drop the Echo Islesmon persona he has been using and instead adopt a more mainstream Horde personality. As for Hellscream's post-retirement plans, sources tell us he wants to research his ancestry, perhaps even travel to find his family roots. Sounds harmless enough, doesn't it? Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Ready, aim, what? This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the Hunting Hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is... Oh, this is embarrassing. Yeah, right, Flappy. Um, character boosts for the third and final time. <clears throat> Welcome to Hunter Talk. We're here for one final time to talk about boosting your character to level 90. Joining me again is my companion and co-host, Flappy the Dragonhawk. After much on-holding and forumsing and the reading of many instructions, I finally got my character boost put through. I've just been looking for my authenticator so I could actually log in. So I figured everyone could join me in the excitement of logging on to my newly boosted level 90. Alright, logging in. Huh. Silvermoon City. I don't remember logging off in Silvermoon City. Shouldn't I be in... Yeah, this doesn't seem right. I'm level 9? How did I get to be level 9? Flappy, do you know something about this? How could it be a decimal error? There are no decimals in levels. Ugh. Oh, there's no reverse leveling, Flappy. It'd be quiet for a minute. Let me think. Oh, great, there's the music. All right, fine. We'll be back next week when I'm uh, taking you through leveling to level 90. Thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. Big ups to Flappy. At Johnny Feisty on Twitter. J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y. Because he likes you. Welcome back to the Azeroth Archives. I am Victorcus, Ranai Paladin and Loremaster for the Archives. For all our discussions of Outland and Draenor of late, I figured it would be appropriate for me to tell you about how Azeroth and Draenor came to be connected by way of the Dark Portal. The portal was conceived by Sargeras as a way for the Orcish Horde, under the influence of the Burning Legion, to invade and subjugate Azeroth. Sargeras possessed the wizard Medib, who constructed the Azeroth side of the portal in the swamps of southern Azeroth, now a barren, cursed plain called the Blasted Lands. With Medib on one side, and the warlocks of the Shadow Council on the other, the gateway was opened through which the Horde invaded Azeroth, 
beginning the First War. Following their victories in the First and Second Wars, the Alliance captured and attempted to close the portal, but failed to do so properly, and some orcs were able to return to Draenor. They brought word to Nazul, elder shaman and chieftain of the Shadowmoon clan, that the portal had worked, and Nerzul conspired to gather the tools to create further portals, leading to fresh conquests for the Horde. Nerzul was able to open his portals, but at a terrible cost. The portal's energies tore Draenor to pieces, and only with great effort was the Alliance able to close the Dark Portal to prevent Azeroth's destruction as well. On one side of the portal were the blasted lands and a scattering of demons. On the other were the remains of what once was a whole world, now an island in the twisting nether known only as Outland. I will be on vacation next week. Do not let the rogue touch my books. Until I return, may the light embrace you. Follow at Azeroth Archives on Twitter or visit azeroth-archives.tumblr.com. Until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Eludra. I was waiting for Zod for some reason. Sorry. <laughs> and for a second, there was like, wait a minute, was I supposed to go? <laughs> and this has been the AIE Podcast.